KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time. 20 hours, 20 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 1 hour, 20 minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time. 20 hours, 20 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 1 hour, 20 minutes, 50 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time. 20 hours, 21 minutes, exactly. Universal time, one hour, 21 minutes, five seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory, Master Clock, at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 20 hours, 21 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal time, one hour, 21 minutes, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory, Master Clock, at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 20 hours, 21 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 1 hour, 21 minutes, 35 seconds. You Las Vegas Radio. This is the bottom of the project. Stand by. It is March 10th, 2022. There's so much going on. The news is crazy, but there's a couple little stories that you might have missed and slipped through the cracks. So we're going to try to have a Ukraine slash other world news today and not just focus on that solely. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Boom. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, how's it going? You can hear everything over there okay now? Everything sounds amazing. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, how are you doing today, Mr. Jesse? Good. How's your day going? I'm doing good. I know we had a little doggy issue earlier. Mr. Odie pooped on the floor. Oh, we stay over doggy issue. Pooped on the couch. But um, unfortunately, uh, earlier this morning, my sister called you to um, let you know that I should give her a call because uh, her Mr. Bailey passed away this morning. Odie's, I guess if dogs have cousins, we'll call it... Uh, We'll call it Odie's cousin, Mr. Bailey. And, um, I say they're cousins. They're, yeah. they're more like brothers. Brothers, yeah. You know, brothers. The, they, you got them like a year apart, right? Shared the, well, my sister got Bailey a year after I got Odie. Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah, brothers, yeah. They shared the Christmas pictures together. It was, you know, cause my sister doesn't have any kids. I don't have any kids other than Mr. Odie pants. Want to come say, hey, Mr. Odie? Oh, come here. Oh, 
Mr. Odin. He's like, why, why am I in the chair? I never get to sit in the big chair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's definitely, I, I got a little teary-eyed a little bit, even though I didn't spend too much time with, you know, Mr. Bailey. Mr. But it, it's Bailey. sad when, you, you know, these these animals are literally a part of our lives. I mean, and they're, they're with us through all of our special moments and, mm-hmm. you know, holidays and every like everything like that. So it's definitely, I mean, if, if anybody that has an animal for a long time or even a short period of time, it's... It sucks to to lose your your best friend. It does. Well, I hope my sister, you know, I I think when they live so long, because I mean, Odie's 18, Bailey was 17. When they live so long, it's you're almost thankful that they live for so long. So I uh, I think my sister is obviously seeing that side of it, and that Bailey had a nice little happy life. And yeah, I think your sister everything said just like she, Mr. Odie. She had uh, Bailey since she was in seventh grade. I remember going to pick Mr. Bailey up because the reason. My sister got a dog is because I got Mr. Odie when I was in college. And she's like, well, Brian has a dog. I want a dog, too. <laughs> so that's how Mr. Bailey came to be. I remember going to pick Mr. Bailey up from his little his little uh, mother that had him before and Ashley. What kind of dog was uh, Mr. Bailey? A Maltese. A Maltese. A Maltese. So. Big big difference from, from Odie. It was a Jack Russell. Jack Russell. Yeah. Lots, lots more energy. Yeah. Lots more brains and knows what's going on and stuff, uh, you know. Bailey was such a cute little lap dog, though. Just sit on your lap and just chill and just relax. Whenever I would go travel and you would maybe watch Mr. Odie and I would go back to North Carolina, yeah. I would give a Bailey would get all my little cuddles. He would get all my, <laughs> he would get all the Mr. Odie cuddles. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mr. Bailey. Yeah, very sad. Of us under its spell. We know it's probably mad. All right, you want to get into the new, new news? Yeah, let's go. Let's All go. right, let's get into the new, new news that you need to know right here on the Dr. Whoever Project. Hey, everybody, come on in. Tell me, what's the news? Well, um, have you heard this kind of breaking news story today that's come out? Breaking news, Which Justin. One? Feel free to turn your head and cough. I guess this uh, director of the Black Panther movie. Um, he's a director of the original, and he's directing the second one. I guess he was at a Bank of America um, back in January, and he was withdrawing like a ten to $12,000, something like that. And he wrote on... Chump change if you're yeah, the director yeah, you of Black know, Panther. Chump change is nothing, nothing on this guy. But, um... He's he wrote on the note. Can I can I get that or can you count that? Can you count that in like a discreet way so people don't know I'm coming out with it or something like that? And then the lady who was black at the bank, she um she she like called the police or called her um security person and was like, hey, you know, um, this guy, you know, I think he might be trying to steal. Um, so he actually got detained and questioned and um well obviously it turned out that he was who he said he was and it was his bank account and everything but it's just a strange story because i swear i remember when it came out and but now it's like i don't know it seems a strange time is there is there a new black panther movie about to come out or something i mean not that i know of um not since the main actor passed away 
I mean, well, they're a, filming Black Panther too. But what a huge mistake! By I know, right? How embarrassing! I mean, she must have got fired. You know, like um, I mean, one, probably one of your biggest, you know, client or customers coming in, and you treat them like that. And, well, you, don't you have some? I mean, my thing would be there should be some kind of training where it's like, hey, if somebody writes a strange message, you know, you you call your person or whatever. So it's like, or it, or you know, there should be some kind of thing in place yeah, of so like you know what goes uh, on at a bank some colleagues colleagues who are waiting for him in the park vehicle outside were also detained by police and put in the back of a police car and these guys are black uh, this guy's black i don't know if the guys with him are black or not but um you know this guy's black but also the bank teller was black i don't know this is just a strange story and it's like it seems like it's kind of coming back out of coming back in the news you know why 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 now when this happened in january i don't know who i'm not sure i didn't knows? really hear this the story but um yeah, I definitely wouldn't be banking there anymore if I nope. was <laughs> if I was Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, all right. So I know you've you know seen everything about Ukraine. It's like the biggest story right now. Obviously, you know the the invasion. Um, we were playing this girl that was singing the Frozen theme, um, amazing Ukrainian version of Frozen. Mm-hmm. But it does. Um, it seems like, and I've seen them on the news, there are people leaving leaving their countries, even here in America, the UK, um, all over the world, and they're going to volunteer to fight uh, this war with the Ukrainians. And it's it's such a moment of you know the world kind of coming together and noticing uh, noticing a need and a problem all as one, and actually actually handling it appropriately and with some sense and like the organization of these people like the things you see on the news that i mean you would think here would be chaos and people running and screaming in the streets but um but what i've seen there it's just been such good cooperation and organization i i can't believe it right i mean what do you think um yeah i from what we've seen it's it's been that way and i think things are getting a little more a little more extreme now like because you're hearing cases of people not having water and food mm-hmm. uh, because there's there's not a way for for that to come into ukraine but yeah everything is looked fairly orderly from like what the news has has said um which hasn't always been the case when uh when other refugees were coming from other countries like in when syrian refugees were, were fleeing you know people weren't opening their borders and you know trying to you know, welcoming people with open hands like you like you see now. So it's right. it's, it's a great sign of uh, humanity that um, people have come together in, in support of Ukraine. I think um, here is a clip from CNN. I actually saw this myself. Um, she interviews some of these guys and asks them where they're coming from and why they decided to come to Ukraine or if they were already in Ukraine, why did they decide to stay and fight for a country that they are not um, a citizen of? Turn this up a little bit so we can hear it. Butting in, we spot several men dressed in military gear, walking with purpose out into the cold, while most everyone else is trying to come in. We wondered who these men are who can only speak English and are itching to get to the border with Ukraine. They agree to talk to us, but first name is only, and they ask us for help finding a ride to the border, 20 minutes drive away. Can you tell me? What it is you are doing here in Poland, very close to the border with Ukraine? Just trying to help uh, protect freedom. Uh, simple as that. What is your biggest concern? You're you're also here 
are you going in? How many people? What's your biggest concern? Um, and where are you going? Um, we don't really know right now. There are six men total. They say they are strangers who met here in Poland. Mike is from Clearwater, Florida. AJ is from South Dakota. Matt is from Nottingham, England. What does this remind you of, this time in history? 1936, when fascism rose in Spain, a lot of people went over, but not enough. If we'd have crossed fascism in 1936, we could have avoided 1939. That's what this feels like. If we don't stop it now, it's going to be our kids fighting this fight. They all came for one purpose, to fight for Ukraine. Most of these men say they are veterans of war, but Matt makes clear he has no military experience. But they say they all left once they saw the brutal attack. It's on um, I mean, citizens. you know what I always say: if there's if there's one, there's thousands. So I mean, if there's if there's these three people right there together, all kind of you know saying they're willing and they're doing this. Think about how many other people are doing it that are not being interviewed live on CNN. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, look at our country. There, there, there were people ready to pick up arms and form militias, you know, because of Barack Obama became president at one point. Like, all you people that want your guns and love your guns and stuff, like, this is the perfect time for you to go and use them. Like, go fight for freedom in, a, in, this, in another country somewhere that, that needs your help. I, I, I have no problem with this, but... I know our government's saying, "Hey, you know, let's let's not be uh, let's not be doing that." But I mean, people are open to do that, and it looks like Ukraine is welcoming those people in. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think it's? I mean, it's a free, I haven't really looked into this too much, but I, mean, I think it's a free think, flow. Like, if I you want to go, you can. I think it's interesting because I think there's a lot of um, people within some neighboring NATO nations that you know would like NATO to step in and, and help Ukraine, but I mean, it's not. It's not that easy. It's 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 very complicated in in getting other nations to join in. So it, it is interesting, and I think I don't, I don't think I've ever heard you know a country accepting you know other foreigners to to join their their resistance to the Russian military. So I think mm. I, I think I find it interesting. Very, I'd have, I mean, I'd very definitely have to look more into that before I had more. Opinions. Well, there's so many stories you have to look into. And mm -hmm. um, did you happen to hear the one about the lady that took down the drone with the can of pickled tomatoes or uh, no, I something not. like that? That's <laughs> like I keep hearing these random stories, and it's like uh, last night there was a special um, where they were talking about uh, fake news and how to spot fake news, and that there are things that are being spread around that are fake but they were purposefully faked like it was a movie or a documentary or um something like that being filmed and but they're now spreading it around as real and factual of this time period mm -hmm. which of course is you know not that's not it's not fair to do but to the lowest common denominator in our society that's always looking for things like that it's only you know fuel for their fire of you know, fake news and always looking for Always looking for something to not be what it's what it seems to be when they see it with their own eyes because they don't want to believe it. Um, but I think this is forcing people. There's 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 fewer and further people now that there's fewer people now and they're further between that I think are seeing things like this as a good thing. I mean, everybody, even people I know that are super Trumpy, they're like against this and. Donald Trump hasn't came out since his last statement and said anything other than bitching about his social media company. So you know he's right now like he's in the toilet. He's in the toilet big time. 
All right, what else we got? What else we got? Oh, um, somebody you know, uh, Representative Dina Titus, she wrote a letter to the FTC over gas prices. Oh, a strong worded letter. Oh, that'll get them, people. Well, she just wanted to express her uh, concerns about prices that are going up due to the Russian-Ukraine invasion. Uh, OPEC created an unbalance, blah, 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 blah. So it's basically just like a standard statement. But I'd say, why not let's take out some of these gas taxes? You know, let's let's do some things instead of be writing letters to people. What do you think about that, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, I think I've seen, like Gavin Newsom, I think he mentioned that in his State of the State uh, a few days ago, that they're considering... Would you like to see that? I have oh, it yeah, you. if you have that clip, yeah. I believe it was about one little minute in. Let's see. Here, it's coming up shortly. I know you like him. Road voting rights, scapegoating vulnerable minorities, conjuring conspiracies, and promoting otherness, actively exploiting the anger of the anxious. Foundationally, this is a threat we must all face together and prove there's a better way, a California way forward. California way. I think it's coming up right now. The the California way means rejecting old binaries and finding new solutions to big problems. For years, we've set the rules and others have followed. But over time, we've learned we can't solve big problems like climate change situationally with short-term thinking. Look, no one's naive about the moment we're living in with high gas prices and the geopolitical uncertainty that's fueling them. In January, we proposed a pause to the gas tax increase. Now it's clear we have to go farther. And that's why working with legislative leadership, I'll be submitting a proposal to put money back in the pockets of Californians to address rising gas prices. But I want to make this clear. So he's offering something like a a rebate. When we've been so how's that work? Like, well, I mean, you know, because there's 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 state taxes to gas. Yeah, but why not just take the tax off so you're not paying for it? It's like cigarette tax. Most um, I mean, cigarettes, most of the price is so the tax. Or a, a lot, lot of, of the taxes. I'm not sure exactly what the California tax for gas goes to, but a lot of it goes to like schools and education and stuff like that, or roads or whatever. Yeah, but they're going to yeah, need more money because they're running school buses that take yeah, gas. So it's like yeah, but the, the taxpayers have you know I think if have passed legis have voted on you know increasing tax for certain stuff there's no you know tax without representation but i think it's a great idea to to relieve some of the burden that people are facing at the, the gas pumps because you know it is a lot for i mean what is when, when you see. when you when you make a good amount of money i mean seeing the gas price go up you're like oh five dollars this sucks i don't I mean, even but, look but at the price i try but, not to even look at I it i mean but there's there's families where you know i mean like they they're budget into their their monthly expenses like how much they spend on gas so when you're adding 20 30 40 dollars maybe oh more God. onto your budget i mean it's it has a huge impact on on you know low-income families and maybe even struggling middle-class families that just don't have the extra the money i mean i think it's constantly um referred to that you know how many Americans actually have a savings account? Oh, and, yeah. And, it, and it's very Most rare. people just live paycheck so, to paycheck. Yeah, it, like if people say, I mean, a lot of people are just one paycheck away from being homeless. So, I mean, I know it, people, you know, are, are upset about this, but I think this is a great way where government is stepping in and having some real, you know, ideas of how to compensate for the increase in prices. And so... If, I, I, you know, I mean, and I commend, what you do you know, think Gavin the, Newsom what do you think the, because, what do you think the, 
tax is on a gallon of gas in California? I have no idea. I, I, guess. I, just guess. I mean, I would say like 64 cents. It's less than that. 51 cent per gallon. Second only per gallon, to... Though. Yeah, second only. That's what I meant, per gallon. Yeah. yeah. So like for every gallon of gas, you're paying 51 cents per point one straight to the government. <laughs> only to be beat by Pennsylvania... Apparently, where I've also lived. That's the thing. I've lived in D.C., San Diego, Pennsylvania. Phil- you know, I've lived in places where it's expensive to live. So those things just, I mean, I, I, I just stopped so, looking at it because I'm like, hey, you got to pay But if you it, also you know? just like kind of referred back to what, you know, Governor Newsom saying in California is that California has led the way with, you know, their emission standards and trying True. to uh, fast track electric vehicles. And, it, and it's been like big oil companies or people that you know, are dependent on oil that have stopped the, you know, the progressiveness of moving away from, from oil. So we have less foreign dependence on these natural resources that, you know, for, for a lot of times, you know, we're beholden to some countries that have radical governments and that are cruel to their people, you know, human rights violations. And we still purchase, you know, gasoline from them because we're dependent on them. And I think, if we can move away from our oil dependence, we would be in a lot better position as a country. And maybe this would, oil. this and, gives people, I think a little bit more of a, um, you know, a little bit more glimpse into that and yeah. why I mean, we, it's not just for the global good and planet for environmental causes. It's good just because of that. Yeah. Because so many wars are fought over natural resources. And that's one that we, we really don't need it anymore. It's it's nice to be able to use gas and for people that want to have an older car and stuff, but it, there is an option and people kind of people kind of want to act like there's not really another option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you it's know, this mysterious yeah, option. And, out there. and I have a hybrid, and I'm I'm, right? I'm not gonna lie, like that's one of the best decisions I had when you start seeing the gas prices go up. But then I also still look at people in like electric vehicles or in a Tesla or something like. Damn, I wish I was them right now. You know what I mean? Because See, like I've never thought they en- looked energy very nice. energy is more reliable of what the price is going to be when you're you're plugging in your oh, yeah. your, your car. Um, They've done but better I, but with I, the but look it's of also, them. Now. It also hasn't been tangible for a lot of people because the price level, you know, for getting into a lot of those electric vehicles were pretty high. But now that you see so many manufacturers moving towards electric vehicles, the price may be more competitive, mm-hmm. which may be you know those more new wagons look nice. Actually, get into an electric vehicle. And move away from, you know, gasoline dependence. I agree. Well, hopefully we'll see. Um, Let's take a little break. And I want to show you a very interesting story. It's one of those give you some good little feels kind of stories. So um, we'll be right back. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. So this is one of those, um, those like reading kind of stories, you know, where you gotta like, you gotta like read. It sounds so difficult. 
but it's such a great story. I've uh, seen it in a couple places. Um, basically, it is about a 11-year-old boy in Ukraine, and he was in the region um, that had the nuclear power plant that was being shot at and on fire. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Zaporizhia, something. I'm start of a Z. Look it up. It was it was everywhere a couple of days ago, and the mom couldn't leave because there was an older relative there. So she wrote a phone number on this uh, boy's hand, basically, and just sent him, just sent him on his way. And um, the 11 year old boy, he was able to flee the area to reunite with relatives in Slovakia. Um, he was in the hometown of that large nuclear power plant. And the mother is a widow, and she had to stay behind to take care of her own mother, I guess, who couldn't move. She says, I'm very grateful that they saved the life of my child. In a small country that people are big hearts, please save our Ukrainian children and give them a safe haven. The boy safely made it to Slovakia, where local authorities gave him food, water, and even packed him an extra meal. Authorities used the phone number written on the boy's hand to contact his relatives, and they were reunited. I think that's um, a great story, and I've seen this on social media. Um, and, and, and it's exactly how, you know, a child should be treated when there's war, there's an issue in their, their home country. Um, but I think there's a lot of... Um, I guess when you really look at the reality of what what happens like within our own country, I mean, not that long ago, there's, you know, Haitians fleeing to our borders after a natural disaster. There's, you know, kids fleeing from from Latin America, you know, that were fleeing to our country in the same situation on by themselves, you know, separated from their families. And, you know, they were put in cages in our own borders here in the United States. So, I mean, I think what this story kind of shows is is actually how you treat people in times of crisis and i think I, I think honestly what's happening in ukraine is 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 amazing because it kind of gives us a chance to really reflect on our humanitarian uh treatment of people that are fleeing their countries you know and, and how other countries are opening their their borders and treating mm-hmm. treating individuals because i mean it wasn't that long ago when we were getting footage on abc of like little kids separated from their parents at the border and you know we, we found them in cages mm-hmm. sleeping on the floor yeah you know i mean and so i mean it, it's it's a great story but i think it it's beholden upon us as as americans to hold our own country and ourselves accountable for how we treat you know future refugees or current refugees mm-hmm. or seeking asylum in our own country we like to say we are the world's example but I don't know. Like I said, as I'm seeing this and seeing how these people are to each other and how they're embracing their neighbors and how organized they are, there have been a few reports of, I think, some looting and stuff that happened today. Like a few things have been reported, but I mean, hardly any compared to what happens here during any kind of disaster or anything. So I do think there's lessons to be learned about how you can, you know, just cooperate and get along, especially in times of a crisis. Yeah, so. and I think looting's a little bit different there when, like, there's just bombs dropping down. That, yeah, that's different. At, at some I agree. point, you like you might want to just get the get resources, some food. get the resource, all the resources you can, and share them. I totally before agree. Before it gets blown up to pieces, you know what I mean. So, and I think that that's kind of like speaks on to 
what we were saying before that people were trying to get food and water now right now that there's a big issue with that hmm. well like we were saying you know be thankful be thankful that you are not having to write a phone number on your kid's hand and send them off across a country alone because there's a war um you know, know but, some parents don't want to send their kids on a school bus right imagine doing that seriously and then you got douchebags like this January 6th writer. Um, have you seen this story? Um, it, th- again, this is a story that would be huge news right now if this wasn't g- going on. You know? But um, jury finds this U.S. Capitol rioter defendant guilty on all counts. And just some little underground information on this. I heard that they had some like plea deals and stuff of him that were like in place and some, maybe some other people. And this was kind of a, a sample to see if it would if he would be guilty and the hope the hope is that some of the other people that are charged with similar things just do a plea deal so they can get this get this out of the court system and everything but um this is the guy whose kids ratted him out and called the FBI and was like he's crazy he's threatening to kill us he's just gone insane um basically over Trump but and that's uh obviously there'll be more there'll be more than that but um this guy, the first one, has gone down, and he is guilty, guilty, guilty. I got to make a button for that. I watched the Incredibles of the other night again, and I found, I saw that, and I was like, ah, yes, I got to make a button for that. I keep forgetting. Well, anyway. And you know what? And I think, um, you know, seeing what happened with January 6th and, like, how people are kind of, you know, I don't want to say manipulated, but they were, you know, falling under the impression of, like, what was real news mm-hmm. and what was fake news. And I think now that a lot of us are, you know, seeing what's going on in Ukraine and and how information is dispersed in Russia and how, you know, they're 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 calling, you know, bombings in Ukraine, oh, these are stunt actors. Oh yeah. And I think that sounds exactly what we heard from from Trump. Oh, those are actors. Those aren't really, you know, people protesting something. And you know what CNN is CNN obviously doesn't is, look so bad. Yeah, what is <laughs> true, what is fake, you know what I mean? And I think we're, we're seeing a huge playbook in what's going on in Russia that actually took place in our own country during the Trump administration and trying to get people to distrust media and stuff like that. But in all reality, when you know things are going crazy, it is the media that, that shines the light on on what it, what injustices are actually taking place. So I think it's it's so important That's their to, job, to yeah. have a free a free and fair media to report on incidents because we just see how you know being able to manipulate the news and having government run media has has an effect on people and it's it's just crazy that you know all these people in russia aren't able to get accurate information and i think what is it you can get 10 to 12 years if you even say russia's in i want to say it was like 15 or something something ridiculous just for just saying oh yeah we're at at war you know russia's to blame for this war It'll take them forever to prosecute all these people. I mean, or unless they just like lock them all up and all. But it's when they do arrest these people on the streets in Russia, they are kind of like gentle with them, at least the ones that I've seen. I mean, it might be because of the cameras. I don't know. But like, yeah, I guess because they control what's being seen. I don't know. But like, I am kind of surprised that like here you see like, like that kid that got um, arrested at a mall recently for no reason. Two cops basically like, jumped on his back and were like, putting their knee all in them here they kind of just like scoop these people up and carry them away i don't, I don't know just like i don't know it's not what i expected to be honest with that but yeah well, i mean it's not I, like i'm trying to see somebody get beat in the head but it's you know yeah but i i, I think it is because there's media there are people filming it mm-hmm. there. I, I from what i hear russian prisons are no joke oh i'm sure you yeah. mean it's like oh. you know 
severe manual labor. So I don't think it's a cushy. I don't think it's somewhere you want to be. Not at no. all. Well, we'll get into some more of that here shortly. But I do want to not completely talk about Ukraine. So I try to throw some other stuff in here today. Um, did you ever download a, a song from LimeWire back in the day, like the Napster, LimeWire, all that? Yeah, I did. Well, apparently LimeWire is rebranding to relaunch as an NFT marketplace. It's kind oh, of really? interesting, right? So it's more than a decade after the uh, music sharing site shut down. They are doing a rebranding to be the non-fungible. <laughs> Tongue twister there? Oh, this is stupid. I don't know why I'm even talking about this. The non-fungible tokens marketplace. <laughs> People are interested in this shit nowadays yeah, for some strange reason. Well, the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, Napster, LimeWire, whatever. I used to work in an office building when I um, did some marketing for T-Mobile. In the same building, Napster had an office, and I thought it was so strange. Like, who was in this office? Is it just like that one guy that created Napster? He has like a. It was just like a little office with a small little plaque, like just a norm, like a dentist would have or something. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Well, anyway, if you want to buy some NFTs and waste your money, go over to uh, Limeware and see how that goes for you. <laughs> so, um, looks like the mask policy is officially going away. I know you said yesterday you were like, oh, do you know what the new mask policy, or you were like, do you want to know what the CDC is? I don't know. I don't give a shit about what the CDC says anymore. It's back to like it normally was. Nobody cares what the CDC is saying or anything like that. But um, officially, what is the official answer on the masks right now for the TSA? I think, it, I, what was it, April 15th? Right? April 15th. So only since I am going to my sister's graduation, that'll be nice. I won't have to wear a mask on the plane. So that is that is more of a better news than I thought it would be for me. Sacrifices you would have to have made. <laughs> Literally. The in a di- world that we live in, I mean, it, the struggle is real, right? Literally the day that the mask policy, like, you, it was off, that was it for me. Like, a few times I'm like, okay, yeah, uh, you know, I, I kind of patted my pocket. And I was like, wait. It's over. It's, it's over. I don't need this anymore. Um, God bless our first world of problems here in God the United States. God bless. I know, um, I know we've been talking about Din- Disney a good amount lately because Disney's been in the news for uh, for random things, you know, uh, the don't say gay bill. Um, but Disney wants you to know that they have plenty the of gay actors and actresses. And for that, I owe you my life. Do you know this voice? From now on. B.D. Wong? B.D. Wong. He, he's in uh, Criminal Minds, right? I have no idea. Really yeah, pretty sure he's like or in SVU. One of those I mean, things where everybody gets murdered and yeah, raped. It, this and, is, this is the same thing. Like, you're, you know, you let your money talk. You know, you know I mean? Yeah, you hired. It's like when they say, are you racist? No, I have three black friends. You know I mean? So what they're pointing out, the gay actors they've hired for some of their animations or movies. I mean, Somebody yeah, but they also supported politicians that are actively, you know, actively against you know gay rights and you know limiting gay gay freedoms so no that doesn't work well and I, but i think the disney ceo came out recently to yeah say i want to make see if you saw this okay yes. yeah that they're apparently this was yesterday supporting these policies but i think it's because you know i mean the lgbt community is a very very active yeah, they are uh, very good at social media very good at getting their messages across for being you know and let's be honest who's population. watching disney movies now it's like the gays that are keeping like this stuff still going and supporting it into their adulthood they, that's I mean, like that's a just, whole that's just like pop artists trying to be anti-gay this just yeah it's like lady gaga said oh i hate the gays <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, now who's going to go to your concert? Or who's going to watch your movie now? Yeah, I mean, so. Elton John. Oh, nope, no that. more gays. Elton John said, yeah, I don't like I the mean, gays anymore. 
Yeah. Miley Cyrus is queer? Yeah, she she came out as like just oh. weird. Yeah. So we just, we just go through like the whole list. Who is this? I don't even know Jonathan Groth. Good night. Don't let the frost Alright, we'll be done with that. <laughs> Alright, what else we got? What else do we got, Mr. Jesse? Oh yes, Florida. That's right, Florida's in the news twice today. We were just talking about this um we were literally just talking about this yesterday. We we're like, why don't they teach a financial literacy class in school? Why don't they like teach something useful for kids? And Florida lawmakers unanimously approved personal finance education bill. Oh, there you go. One so step there we go. forward and 15 steps back. You see, the Florida <laughs> State Senate on Friday unanimously passed SB 1054 and sent it to the state's House of Representatives, which also passed it without opposition on Tuesday. So this will help kids learn more about money, credit cards, student loans, all those little things that your parents didn't teach you because when you got older, you found out they didn't know anything about that shit. That's why when you asked all those questions, they were like, oh, well, I don't know. Or they just were like, don't ask those questions. That's for adults because they didn't know how to do it. <laughs> so people are all living paycheck to goddamn paycheck. I think Jesse. people have been talking about like a financial literacy courses for like the longest time. Even in college, they don't really have one. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's probably not the most exciting thing in the world, but I feel like you could like home ec, like it could be more like kind of like home ec ish like budget but you don't have to learn how to sew a button on or cook brownies you know it's more modern home mech like you know what i'm saying like I, like how to change a diaper like they don't even teach kids that but most people are going to have a kid at some point you know you just figure it out because if you teach a kid how to do that it's like oh well we're promoting sex because babies are made from sex mm, just nonsense jesse nonsense i say what god bless youtube and tutorials to be honest <laughs> yes <laughs> Alright, so Daylight Savings Time is coming yes. up. When is it? Look it Sunday. up. When is it? Is it this Sunday? It's this Sunday. Oh, is it? Oh, yes, Queen. Where's your brother? Yes, Queen. Where's he at? <laughs> so your brother and his um, boyfriend? Is that boyfriend? Yeah. Your brother and his boyfriend. I, I couldn't remember if they were engaged or anything. I forget, you know. I forget, like, you know, sometimes. Um, but they're visiting from L.A., right? It's Queen! Yeah! yeah! Oh, it was a good time LGBTQ. Yes, yes. I said we should like go to see uh, 311 because they're playing a nice concert series here, but I don't know. It might be too late now. They might be sold out. I just saw it at the gym. There was like a ad. It's like a two or three day 311 like concert series, like a little small little I don't know weekend jam session or something. 311's great. I love them. Mm-hmm. All right, but um, all right. So daylight savings on Sunday, and that means we gain an hour. So at five o'clock, it won't be pitch black anymore. No, it's it's nice, and, and I think a lot of people fall under uh, this. Also, like my mom's literally loves daylight savings. I too, she hates when it goes backward, but when it goes forward, it's like I don't know. You just it get never this, needs like, to go back. It, it lifts your spirits up. You just feel like more motivated to do things when you're off of work instead of getting off of work and it's really pitch black and cold outside. You just I don't know. You just want to cuddle up and eat food and get fat. But there's something about you know daylight savings and gets you motivated to go do something or you know handle something around the house. So I'm, I'm stoked for it. I'm I'm excited. Well, uh, days before most Americans reset their clocks, coming up here on Sunday, a congressional committee is actually mulling over the thought of possibly keeping it like this. That's <laughs> uh, the House Energy Subcommittee on Consumer protection what, what that, that's who deals with this interesting 
Well, those people heard testimony on Wednesday from health, health experts and some other people in Congress to try to keep daylight savings in effect permanently. The biannual switching of the clock is so silly and so back in the day, so 20th century, they say. <laughs> yeah, Arizona got got away with it. They're it's Arizona, gonna... Hawaii, and maybe it's just Arizona, Hawaii. And I, right? I didn't know it's passed in California because I remember voting for that like a long time ago, but just nothing ever happens. I feel like you vote for it, but then like, okay, we're still having daylight savings. What's I've heard up? so many arguments of like why it's because like some people say it's so the kids aren't standing in the dark for school. I've heard back in the day it's for farming purposes, so you could like you know you needed that daylight to farm or whatever. I mean. Whatever it is, whatever it is, it's silly <laughs> at this point in time. Um, well, since we were talking about dogs earlier, I got a fun little dog list for you, Jesse. You want to do a list? Uh, not another list. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, another list. So the girl come downstairs. She come out her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. I said, no, what? All right, so we got a good list. This is 11 dog-safe vegetables that can feed your dog to benefit their health. Wow, just another effing list. Yes, just another effing list. Right, Mr. Jesse? All right, so number one is carrots. Mr. Odie and you obviously love carrots. So he, he used to love carrots. He doesn't really eat them as he much. He goes back anymore. and forth. Yeah, he's hit a mess. Well, because he's carrots. like he knew he was gonna start getting real treats. That's what it is. Because mm-hmm. I got tired of opening up those cans. Then you got to put them in like a Tupperware container and keep like a uh, thing of carrots in your like. Because you won't eat the hard ones. Only eat those soft ones that are from the no, can. You eat the hard carrots. Oh, see, he yeah, he doesn't like those anymore. He only likes the soft ones from the yeah. can. I got the idea from Mr. Bailey actually. Good, Mr. Mm-hmm. Bailey uh, ate those. Green beans, Mr. Odie, he's eaten some green beans before. High in iron, calcium, yeah, A, Tam, and vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, broccoli. He likes broccoli like you do. Mm-hmm. What else you got? What else we got? Celery. I couldn't see my dog chewing on a piece of celery. I feel like that would be funny. <laughs> has he know. eaten celery? I just feel like it has to be like infused with some type of flavor. What if I put else? peanut butter on the celery? Oh, yeah, easily. Okay, he'd eat that. Spinach. I w- I'm not even eating spinach. The last thing you need, that last thing you need, is your dog walking around with like spinach in its teeth all day. <laughs> oh, here's another one. Kale. Keep your damn kale. Ugh. I wouldn't even feed that to my dog. Zucchini. Okay, I can get on by with that. Pumpkin. Odie does love. It's like the orange things, like pumpkin, sweet potato, carrots. I feel like they they're always really healthy. Mm. Brussels sprouts. Eh. eh. Like, I feel like it's another weird one. It's, like, basically giving a dog a chew toy vegetable, like a I Brussels mean, are, sprout. Are, are these are supposed to be, like, just raw or, like, cooked or whatever? No, raw raw or steamed or whatever. Cooked, okay. either one. Um, number 10, lettuce. It's about 90% water, so that's mm-hmm. great. And then number 11 is beets. Your brother loves beets. Yep. I thought watermelon would be on here because Mr. Odie loves some watermelon. Oh, he loves any kind of melon, watermelon, anything that has that's juicy, he'll devour it. <laughs> devour it. Mr. Odie. Got to keep you healthy with your vitamins, your B6s, your B12s, mm-hmm. that A, B, and C. <laughs> All right, got some uh, silly South North Carolina news. How about that? Let's go down All south. Right. We'll, be, we'll be right back with that. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world but North Carolina. <laughs> 
Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. I fit right in here. Love y'all. If I didn't live here, I'd move, wouldn't you? The way people talk around here, I guess it'd be what, more like you call hillbilly style. Hillbilly? I, I don't know, just mountain talk. Mountain talk. Like singing, you know. We're kind of like we're singing, Lita said. We're singing, not talking, you know. Alright, well, uh, this douche congressman in North Carolina, Madison, Madison Cawthorn. Um, is it Cawthorn? I thought it was Hawthorne, but it is Cawthorn. Um, well, he has been charged with driving with a revoked driver's license for the third time. He's staying in trouble, isn't he? I mean, he's in a wheelchair, so I would assume you have to have, like, a special car and all. So, like, why not just get a driver at that point? You know what I mean? Like, you're a congressman. You're in a wheelchair. I believe the reason he's in a wheelchair has something to do with a driving issue and... Um, I'm not 100% sure about that, so I don't want to speculate, but um, he's a douche now. I used to hate, I don't, you know, you don't want to say anything about someone that's like disabled, but um, as I treat him like, as I treat him like an equal, I see him as a huge douche and a Trump S deer. Um, I think, I think in, in bigger news, I think it was today where. Um, oh, God, is that the dog? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was today where he was saying that um, Zelensky, who's, you know, the president. Okay, of, is that what this uh, video Ukraine, was? Is a thug. Is that I'm what like, this is right here? I'm not sure what the... Yeah, there you go. Okay. The Ukrainian government is incredibly corrupt and it is incredibly evil. Remember that Zelensky is a thug. Remember that the Ukrainian government is incredibly corrupt and it is incredibly evil. Remember that Zelensky oh, is a thug. Oh, interesting. What is that video made, though? Yeah, this says I mean, five hours ago. If it was from five hours ago, that's... that's Here's an 11 idea. second. Let's see what this is. Remember that Zelensky is a thug. People are just like... Remember the Ukrainian government is incredibly corrupt and it is incredibly evil and it has been pushing woke ideologies and it really does... Woke, woke ideologies? ideologies? Oh. Wow. Okay. Are they trying to give women's rights? Oh, God. <laughs> Too progressive. Yeah, I mean, this is just... Well, here's him facing jail charges. Uh, right now, freshman North Carolina Representative Madison Cawthorn is facing some charges. Well, those charges coming with possible jail time. And Chief Political Correspondent Emma Withrow joins us now. And Emma, Cawthorn broke the law not once but three times recently. Yes, he did, Brian. That's right. Since October 18th, Cawthorn's been pulled over three different times. Two of those were for speeding, and then this last one on March 3rd was for driving with a revoked license. So I reached out to the North Carolina State Highway Patrol, and they said at around 10.30 last Thursday night, Cawthorn was pulled over for a left-of-center violation in Cleveland County. Now, during the traffic stop, the Highway Patrol realized Cawthorn's license was in the process of being revoked. So he was charged well, interesting, with driving with a revoked I hope he goes to jail. Lock him up, right, Jesse? Lock him up. Now, it's important to note that you want to do some sports news? License or a you got some sports news? Let's do it. Is a your, hands, your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. Your we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is, uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of gay, Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball to Detroit. Bird steals it. Johnson, layup, Boston. One second left. Bird steals it and gets it to Johnson at the buzzer. Oh, 
Well, Aaron Rodgers ka-ching. Um, he is now going to be the highest paid athlete, I think, from football, at least of all time. Um, highest paid NFL history quarterback signed on for a four-year deal with, who is he with? The Packers, is that right? Yes, the Packers. So I guess people are like super excited about that. I think he was talking about retiring or whatever. Um, you know, I think that's a smart thing to do. You know what? If I was going to like think about retiring too, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be telling people like, yeah, you know, I think I might retire, you know, so you pay me. <laughs> 110 million dollars or whatever oh four year 200 million dollar extension interesting i heard he has like 110 guaranteed or something no 153 million dollars guaranteed so if tomorrow he breaks his ankle he gets 153 million (laughs) dollars so much money it's all right at some point you know like some point what more do you need i don't know but um did you hear about um um, gnarly dude, Tony Hawk. That's the title of this article. <laughs> gnarly dude. <laughs> I haven't seen that spelled out in a long time. But um, so Tony Hawk broke his leg. Damn. Apparently, he's like only broke his elbow before, so he hasn't never had too many major, uh, major, major like medical issues. Right? Yeah, surprisingly, right? Um, but of course, as, as always, he put out a tweet um, talking about it. <laughs> So uh, Tony Hawk did come out and said, Yesterday sucked. I broke my elbow 20 years ago and managed a full recovery. This recovery for a broken femur will be much harder because it is severed. Oh, no. Goodness. And um, I actually have a video of a doctor kind of showing the uh, leg. It's a really bad break. I see that. Have you seen it? Oh, my God. It's so bad. Let's see. He kind of explains the injury a little bit. Let's see where we go. Orthopedic surgeon, I want to quickly break down the latest Instagram post by Tony Hawk where he shows what looks to be a femur fracture. He shows one extra, so you kind of got to play bone detective a little bit, but it looks like a severely high energy type injury that causes a, something like a femur fracture, which is the, the one of the hardest bones we have in our body. It's our thigh bone, okay? And the side by side picture shows that the orthopedic surgeon oh. with a God. Intramedullary nail. So that is something that goes on the inside of the bone, kind of like a shish kebab, and it stabilizes the bone from the inside out. So God, how do you do that? that? Apparently, that's a difficult bone closely, to break. Like an yeah, I mean, that's a, if you look one of the higher, thickest bones in your body, probably. It makes my leg hurt thinking about it. Hip as well. well, geez. So I mean, the, the amount of like, like stunts he does for any other sports. I'm kind of surprised like he hasn't broken a leg before something like that. But. So he might have had a crack in the bone that didn't hmm. displace. Well, and also in other sports news, this uh, this um, American basketball player, I think a gold Olympic medal winning 
uh, basketball player. She has been detained in Russia, and it happened a couple weeks ago, maybe even a month ago now at, at this Brittany point. Brittany Griner, right? Yeah, Brittany Griner. And um, I guess she is a lesbian as well. I didn't know she was a lesbian, so um, um, I was supposed to make this part of the LGBTQ news. Mm-hmm. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen! Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. But yeah, um, her wife came out with a statement. They're all really worried. They haven't got a lot of information. And um, she had some cannabis oil, which I guess is illegal there. But I would assume if it was like oil, it was something she probably purchased there. So it's, you know, like it's not like you're traveling with like little oil vials, right? That seems strange, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like a joint or it oil. Yeah, so um, just for a little background though, um, you know, Gaynor, she's 31 and she's you know, a championship winning player for WNBA's Phoenix Mercury. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so apparently, you know, since a lot of these athletes don't really make a ton of money playing for the WNBA during the off season, they usually go to China or Russia. Um, so she plays for UMMC in Entenberg, Russia. You would think they would so, be like, is this purposeful? Like, did they know when they pick her to like, I'm not sure. So the allegations, a pawn the allegations are saying that she was carrying Hash oil. Hash but I mean, oil. How, how did she, did she get it from within Russia or right. was it placed on her? Because I assume she's there for a while if she plays basketball. Like During she probably season, yeah. lives there for that time period and has an apartment and everything, you know? Well, that is like terrible story. That, that, that's probably been yeah. one of the worst things I've heard. I know what like, that's awful to say, but you're just someone there playing basketball. You're trying to leave and you get roped up in this crazy man's drama that's trying to use you because he thinks you're she's she's a nobody really here you know what i mean not to be a jerk but like in russia she's probably more famous than she even isn't here you know because people that are more americans are more famous i don't know that's yeah i think it's true like you know WNBA athletes don't share the same spotlight as you know nba athletes um but i i think it's just a matter of like timing it's like literally the worst time to like, first of all, you never want to get caught with anything in Russia because, you know, their laws are oh, so, no. you know, almost, I want to say almost like medieval. Um, oh, yeah. And how they treat people, but necessarily, and then getting caught with anything or allegedly getting caught with something in Russia during, you know, what's going on with now in Ukraine and how, you know, we put in all these sanctions against Russia. So we're not in a very, you know, diplomatic space right now with Russia to, to be asking, you mm-hmm. know, for her to be returned home safely not at all so it's just like it's a, it's a really shitty situation well i got a i got an interesting food news segment for you today jesse it's uh i'd like to get your opinion on this you can give me a guilty or not guilty okay oh, boy, yeah that guilty 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 <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta make that another day i see that group chat going crazy over here all right, so um, this is at a Dunkin' Donuts, Jesse. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts in Florida. God, Florida is all over the news so, lately. So is something going on in Florida. So um, a Dunkin' Donuts employee was berated basically by a customer and called a name. Probably a uh, you know this it's a black, a young looking guy. So you can guess. I'll let you just be creative in your brain on the names, maybe that were being called yeah, so, um, so racial the, slurs, if so you this will. D- Dunkin' Donuts employee is sentenced for fairly punching a customer who used racial slurs toward him. Yes, a Tampa Bay judge on Monday 
ordered the 27-year-old to complete 200 hours of community service and attend anger management courses, which I guarantee you cost probably $100 because all that stuff's a fucking money grab. Man, you know what's Not crazy? that I've ever had to go to anything like that. You know what's crazy part is though, like, I'm sure a lot of you have been in a fight. You assume like punching somebody that you know they're going to live to see another day. I mean, but you never know what could happen. If okay, you as I read into this story, the guy he punched was a 77-year-old. Okay. And um, it says the 77-year-old fell to the floor and knocked his head. He died three days later. Damn. But okay, so now I'm now I'm second guessing this. Um, we, uh, They're saying you know prosecutors charged with manslaughter. Considered the totality of the circumstances. And I assume there was a video camera, and this was all on video. He he could have been way up in this guy's face. And you're just pushing someone to get them out of your space. You don't know they're going to hit their head. They're also... At that at that time, you were an employee. You were a representative of the establishment. So I feel like that gives you some kind of authority as well. Wouldn't you say as the employee of the establishment? Yeah, I would, think, I would say so. To be like, okay, calm down, sir. And then if they get into your space... It's an interesting one. I'm. I, th- this might be an example of the court system going in the right way. Um, the... Uh, it's easy to see things like this or stories like this go the other way where the kid gets sentenced to 20 years and people are like, well, that's a little excessive, you know? Yeah, so apparently the customer who was complaining from service he had at the drive-thru was, was, was causing a scene being, you know, you know, using racial slurs. And, you know, I guess um, Coke is the guy's last name who punched the guy, asked the guy to stop saying that, and he's, he continued to say it. And so he punched him. Um, but the court has taken into account that you know he Coke. didn't intend Coke. Yeah, he didn't intend to. You said Coke. Oh, uh, I said I was thinking we saw Coca Cola out or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to uh, second look myself. <laughs> this is why we need our producer. So uh, yeah, but he definitely unintentional. Uh, yeah, definitely unintentional, but. and I, I I agree. I you know this is a you know this is a, the time when the justice system has worked in the correct way. Yeah, because it didn't ruin like the guy's this. life. No. He got, you know, I think it said what it said, two years probation, right? Two years probation and, like, maybe, like, some house arrest. But And this is going to be another, maybe, one of those statements that everybody not, might not agree with. But if that's your first instinct to do that to someone, maybe anger management's not the worst thing for you. Maybe this is a little bit of a wake-up call, so... Something like this doesn't happen and you do end up throwing away your life because you got a little angry at some person. But nobody needs to be called names. But again, when you have like a 70-year-old person, you have to kind of understand where they came from back in the day. Back in Dixie. Oh, oh, please. That is not not an excuse to be ignorant. I don't care what anybody says. With the old man, he got bad service. He should did what I do when I go to a fast food place and it's bad service. I don't go there again. I go somewhere else. You don't need to be wasting your energy. Um, You know, go play golf or something. You don't have to go and yell at the people that are making minimum wage, you know, just trying to get through college or whatever it is that that they do to get by in life. Yeah, I mean, just go somewhere else. It's not the end of the world. I agree. Um, have you seen this list of naughty and nice restaurants and businesses, I guess? Yeah, I uh, so I guess a Yale professor put together a list of corporations here in America, based in America, that operate outside of America, specifically Russia. 
and they're calling it the corporate naughty and nice list because so many, including McDonald's and I don't know Pepsi, Coke. I mean, too many to to even Starbucks. So many are pulling out, um, but like McDonald's over in Russia, McDonald's doesn't do it the same way they do it here. It's not like franchised or anything. It's just like McDonald's corporate owns McDonald's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if they decide they want to, they stop operations there. I guess they can. And what do you think about this aspect of it? What do you think about the aspect of it that their money is so low? Like the ruble is less than a penny now. So, like, if McDonald's has to sell cheeseburgers there, they got to buy the beef and the nuggets from somewhere. Those nuggets still cost money to, for McDonald's to buy them, but then they go and they sell them in Russia. You know what I mean? How, do, how does that even work if they're trying to sell a $3 Big Mac in Russia and the, and the money is only worth, a, you know, a fraction of a cent? Well, that's going to cost you $20 million, you know... Right, like some, yeah, like right, some crazy nonsense. And I think right? that's exactly what the sanctions and or was, was intended to do: <laughs> to cripple the Russian economy and just to surrender and, and not surrender, but stop the war that they've decided to create in Ukraine. Are you making me watch a 1970s McDonald's commercial? <laughs> but no, I agree with you. Like, so that's the point. So I, that's a good. I think it's good for people to see these things working and these things in action because I don't I've never seen this in my life and people are always like, What the point of government? What did they even do other than just take our taxes? Like, here you go. Perfect yeah. here's some examples, and, people. Right and here. I also think this is Where's my button. This is like a, this is a key go. example of why having someone like Joe Biden who has the experience and who's a unifier, not an isolationist, that was able to actually get the world to unify behind, you know, Ukraine in this cause to to create these sanctions that wasn't was the case with the United States, you know, last year or two years ago. You know what I mean? So, I, I just commend all the world leaders that kind of just got on the same page and to, to do what needed to be done. I agree. When well, speaking of it, let's do um, let's do a little yelling with yelling. As always, it's great to hear from the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, and she's given some updates on these Russian billionaire oligarchs. Um, one of them specifically owns a English uh, football league, and he Just now... soccer back here. Soccer, that soccer stuff, that black and white ball, you know, not that football, that soccer ball. And I guess he can't even sell the team now, and again, this is all so complex that we don't even need to understand it, but we need to pay attention and try to understand it a little bit. Um, you want to hear a little bit of what she has to say? Yeah, let's see what yelling be yelling. Hours ago, the British announced sanctions against uh, Roman Abramovich, the Russian oligarch who also owns the Chelsea football team, which um, he was trying to sell but can't now because of the sanctions. Um, will the United States follow suit? Well, we have a list of individuals, Russians, uh, on whom we have imposed sanctions and um, a further group of individuals that we're considering. So um, the names continue to be added to the sanction list. And I don't want to talk about any specific individual, but certainly this is one of the ways uh, in which we're trying to punish Russia for what they've done and 
um, make it clear to the oligarchs who are um, have been supporting President Putin and um, pro, you know providing support for him to conduct this war that this is something that is an atrocity and um, that we with our allies will take actions to raise the cost to them and hopefully they will express their views to uh, President Putin as a consequence. Donald Trump's truth. So that was a, a fairly good explanation. I understood what she was saying there. You know, it's you, you, they don't want to show their cards, uh, as you say. Um, so they don't want to say what they're doing, but uh, they're going after these people and making it just difficult for them to be billionaires and have these little toys and leagues and things that they like. Putin loves sports. The fact that they don't have the ability to play in any of these sports leagues apparently is a huge deal to him and all. Um, but do you think, really, for real, that any of this is going to come down to anything? Or do they, I mean, can anything get through to someone that has full control over everything? I mean, where the pressure is going to come from is is actually the Russian people. When, you know, their economy is in the, in the shitter and, you know, things aren't going well, they, they, everything's changing. And then, you know, the messaging that, you know, their country is invading their, their brother state. I mean, that's where the issue has. Like, Putin's is completely terrified of losing power. And I think he's going to get the pressure from the Russian people. That the pro- I think the protests are going to increase as people begin to question, like, what's going on in our country? Do you and, think like, it's... Why are we in the position we're in? Do you think Maybe. it's... Um, do you think uh, it's the... Okay, well, I think there's going to be, like, two sides. I think there's going to be people that don't want to fight their brother nation and uh, see that as what it is. I think there's also going to be another group of people that are mad they can't get a Big Mac or the Nikes or an iPhone. And you can't how, – how are you going to spin that? How are you going to spin that when you can't buy a Coca-Cola? Um, you can't where, – where's the spin? You see what I'm saying? Like, you, you, Vladimir Putin can't just start making a Big Mac factory and start selling Big Macs. I mean, that's where, you know, the fake news after a while, it just becomes like, okay, you can't keep spinning yes, this story so true. To, to continue to kind of push your narrative. People are going to start, you know, it's just too many things on top of each other to kind of just con- continue with that narrative. So such a such a good, perfect uh, correlation to go into our, our, uh, our next uh, topic that uh, we're going to enter into for uh, our little weird science segment for today. Mm-hmm. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Well, Donald Trump has invented his new source for babbling his uh, nonsense. And uh, I think it's been out for about a month or two now. It is called Truth Social, Jesse. Truth. Mm. Truth Social. Um, supposed to be an amazing, amazing uh, social new, media platform. The new Twitter, right? Yeah, the new Twitter, the new YouTube, the new everything, apparently. Um, let's. You don't know much about it. I don't either. I, I guess I'm not special enough to be on it. Um, let's. Uh, does this guy explain it at all? Let's see if this guy can explain it. Donald Trump's Truth Social app continues to disappoint everyone who tries to sign up for it. This week, the app has finally fallen out of the top 100 apps in the Apple App Store and is now comfortably sitting at 116th place 
between the app for DoorDash drivers and a genie that tries to guess the name of internet celebrities. But on top of that, the platform still has a roughly 800,000 user wait list. So wow. even if you went to sign up right now, Why is there you a wait wouldn't list? be able to get in because they're just, for some they reason, slowly phasing people into the site. Hmm. So fewer people are downloading it. It has literally lost a couple million hits per week since it was launched on February 21st, and it's only continuing to go down. And more importantly, there's nothing for anyone to do there. That is actually one of the number one complaints people are saying. We get on there, all we see is the same thing that these right-wing All right, well, that doesn't seem to be going anywhere for them, Jesse, I guess. So uh, I guess we don't have to worry about that too much if we don't know about it. Because you think, like, on this app, since it's kind of like only people that kind of share your messaging or your narrative are going to be on. So who are they going to argue with? Yeah, that's right. Who are they going to fight with? It's, yeah, you're right. They're going to argue with, like, who is the craziest? (laughs) Yeah, like, if rational people aren't getting on there, or people that they're saying, oh, are they're they're right-wing socialists, who are they going to argue with themselves? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like Trump is the Messiah. Yeah, Trump is the Messiah. Okay, eight hundred thousand likes, and now what? <laughs> I mean, I love it. Well, hopefully, hopefully they work it out because we all need more truth in our life, especially from the Trumpinator himself. <laughs> did you um? Did you have any trouble with Spotify recently? A little bit, yeah. Did you? Okay, I got yeah, logged out. Couldn't log oh, okay. back in for a little bit. According to the New York Post, Spotify was experiencing widespread technical problems on Tuesday. Um, I wonder if it's because they rolled out video podcasting, which I tried to do, and it was, I mean, it did it, and it put the video of the podcast up, like the live stream, but you couldn't put your commercial in there, you couldn't, it was just like, only take that file, so I ended up having to post it twice, and I don't know, it's janky, I don't know, I'm gonna try, I might do a little YouTube video of explaining my experience about it. That's a lot of um, bandwidth, right, for them to kind of have video on there as well as audio i mean it could be cool if you could drop the video in where i want it to be but i can't put it between they should have like a separate section for like how you upload like a youtube yeah it's it's odd and confusing i don't know i'm not a fan right now but maybe they'll work it out you know it's like usually things work themselves out um one other interesting science news a border agent and i think this was san diego Somewhere in California, he found 52 lizards and snakes hidden in this guy's clothes, Jesse. <laughs> yes, San Diego, uh, San Ysidro. We know where this is. San um, Ysidro. We used to go down there all the time in San Diego, where that the border is the border in San Ysidro. Yeah. Yep, yep. The um, Where they were building that wall that never got built as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess 52 live reptiles were found tied up in, in this man's clothes. So he packed his suitcase, but he put all his clothes in separate little bags um, and then inside these bags, he put these little reptiles in there. My question is, how much money are people paying for these lizards that it's worth, like, it's worth that, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of effort for, like, a little horn-toed lizard and uh, a yeah, snake. What, what is so special about these reptiles? Nine wanna... snakes, 43 horn, horned lizards were seized. I wouldn't, I don't know, man, that, that snake's on a plane to a whole nother level. I don't need, mm, that's too much, that's craziness. Yeah, I don't get why he would bring him over, but I see why they stopped that because they don't interfere with, you know, the natural, you know, ecosystem where mm-hmm. they bring him, especially in the San Diego. Yeah, nine snakes and 43 horned lizards were seized. That's just gross. Okay. It's just it's a slow news day in San Diego if they're reporting on that. <laughs> I know, right? 
<laughs> All right, well, we're uh, going to wrap it up here shortly. Um, I want to talk about our uh, our new clothing monthly trial thing that we did and okay. uh, do a little review on that, just a little quick like couple minutes, because I think it's pretty interesting. I've never done one of those services where they send you a little box and all and all that kind of stuff. So um, we'll give our little two cents on that coming right up here on the Dr. Rever Project. We'll be right back. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. So recently, uh, we subscribed to Express. What's it called? Express Style. Express Style Trial. Express Style Trial for men. Tongue twister. Yeah, uh, and they uh, basically you you go on and you kind of pick some things, some items that you like. Um, It's pants, jackets, sweaters. Is it kind of everything? They have a little bit of everything, and you kind of so what you do is you you pick like nine items to go into your closet, as they call it, and you kind of kind of prioritize what you want. And you're not really quite sure what you're gonna get, but they try and say they try to prioritize what you pick. So it's as kind of a surprise. So it is kind of a surprise, and you get to ch- uh, try on these clothes, three items. They send you three items, um, and you can try them on for thirty days, or you can. Purchase some also at a discounted price since they have been used before by other you know members in the subscription trials. But they were um, clean, and when yeah, they get them, they, they dry they go, clean they them, go right? To dry cleaners. Dry clean. So it's it's kind of cool if you've ever wanted to try some out some new clothes and with your, your other wardrobe and see if you like them. But also if you decide to keep something, get it like a really good discount. Um, but but some of it was like forty percent, and some was like sixty percent. You can't say you find one piece you like and you didn't like the other two. You have to send all three back at the oh, same time okay. to get to get something else. So there's kind of the catch. But what if you so, want to keep one and purchase it? Well, you can keep it and purchase it, and then they'll send you you okay. know new items. But if you just get one dud, you have to send you all have to three send it back. All back, yeah. Interesting. Well, I already know that. Well, I got it the one shipment. I already had one jacket that I was like, oh, I like that. I want to keep that. I know. It wasn't even your shipment. And you're <laughs> no, because it's like, it's interesting because we can kind of share some stuff. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's nice, especially now that we're going to more events. And we were going to a lot of things for a while and then everything kind of stopped again. But it seems like things are picking back up. Yeah, things are definitely picking up. But it's it nice to have a little new outfit just to throw on that's already cleaned. And the best thing for me is you don't have to dry clean it yourself. No, it's true. I hate true, getting things dry clean. The worst. Oh God! If if something says dry clean only, I put it back on the rack. Yeah, but it, but it's fifty nine dollars a month for the it's subscription. Um, so it's kind of cool. I, I like it. I thought it was pretty good. But to be honest with you, like, there's not a whole bunch of stuff like to choose from that I continually want to get. Well, yeah, that's how... the thing. What if you had the same jacket? Could you have the same jacket ordered like three times? Like, say you ordered, yeah, you, you had you jacket, could, you yeah. get it again, like yeah, in another yeah. week. 
Yeah, you, so you can get the, yeah. things as many times as you want. Yeah, but also boils down to you, like at some point, do you just want to buy it, or are you going to pay the sixty dollars a month subscription fee to borrow it? Gotcha. That makes sense. So, I mean, it's an interesting concept, and I think it's we weren't we sh- we tried to look at a couple of YouTube videos. Didn't really, no one really explained it too well. Not well at all. Um, but it's not it's not really a new thing. It's been around for a year now, and I think there's a lot of like like boxes that you can order where they kind of like curate a box of new clothes for you then they charge you for the box yeah, I don't need for all you. that which like I'm, I'm not the kind of person that can't pick my own clothes it's more of like let me pick it let me try it at home for a little bit and then if, you know if I want to keep it I'll keep it I like it I like it yes. and I like that express box mm-hmm. I'll be wearing some of that this weekend <laughs> alright you want to talk about Kelly Clarkson then we'll wrap it up for the day well, sounds good Let's and go. Kelly Clarkson mm, she would be paying she can be Paying some money, Mr. Jesse. I'm aware. Did we finally establish who she was married to? Isn't it Reba McIntyre's stepson? Stepson. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson. Ex-stepson because she's not married ex. to the dad either. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson was married to Reba McIntyre's ex-stepson. That's a hard yeah. one. Okay. But now she is divorcing this guy and he is apparently going to be raking it in almost as much as Aaron Rodgers is. I heard it's like $1.3 million flat. So, like, she has to write him a check, basically, for $1.3 million. And then he's getting $45,000 a month for yeah. just just for shits and giggles. Well, I mean, so there's $45,000 a month for child support. Mm-hmm. And then there's How many children also, are there? I mean, there's two, I want to oh. say. But he's also getting spousal support as well. Um, up until 2024. I mean, it, part of me is like, are you not a little bit embarrassed? But I'm like, eh, if somebody was giving me $100 million or whatever. Oh, <laughs> it will be $100 million eventually. dollars a month spouse support for me, you would take it. Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you would think like, oh, well, how much is Kelly Carson worth if, if she's Well, she's doing that, that new show. So she has a daytime talk show and she is oh, Every time I see it, oh, God, I mean, it's awful, Jesse. Oh, my I mean, God. Somebody's watching it because it's been Who? renewed. But I looked it up, and it says Kelly Clarkson, her net worth is $45 million. Dollars, okay. Which, I mean, which is, it's, always it's, a, it's a lot, but I mean, it's not like, you know, crazy amount of money. I mean, where you're not you're so rich to where $2 million isn't going to hurt That's you. That's probably why she's getting rid of him now before she gets any richer, and she has to give him <laughs> half of half of it. She's like, all right, right now he's just getting a million, and it's all right. He's getting, she's, she's basically having to buy him a... Uh, average mid-sized car every month yeah seriously and i think <laughs> i think i've noticed that before like people that yeah. have had prenuptial agreements like oh they're not getting half but they find some way to weasel themselves into spouse support like they've been accustomed to a certain lifestyle and i can't go back to living in studio city in a studio hells yeah <laughs> nobody wants so. to do that I mean, but i i would you would think that you know he's a. Uh, his dad is producer, country producer, or something along the Oh, way, he is? Blackwell. Um, and he was married to Reba McIntyre, so he's a stepson. So you would think that he has some kind of wealth. So, I don't know. Hmm. It's, it's a lot of money. It is. 
Well, you want to talk about someone else who's got a lot of money, but is a crazy pants, apparently? Kanye? <laughs> yeah, we'll wrap it up for the, the day. Doctor, whoever project, safer than an x-ray. Yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Dr. Hulu. You ready to wrap it up for the day, Mr. Jesse? Yes, sir. All right, let's wrap it up. Well, you know my general disdain for Kardashians and Kanye West and stuff, but also it's hard to, you know, it's hard to turn away from a train wreck. <laughs> and um, uh, Kanye West seems like he's lost it, and it's like, I didn't even know he's, so I guess they're divorced. So Kanye yeah, West and Kim Kardashian are no longer, they're not even together anymore? Well, he's, he was trying to get her back, but Kim Kardashian wasn't really having it. Oh, okay. And I think it's official now that they're legally separated. I had now. no idea. Well, apparently also he's like making death threats to that Pete Davidson guy that she's dating. Have you seen this at he's all? He's literally helping Pete Davidson's career. Oh my God, yes. Kanye West has something to say about all the chatter surrounding his latest music video for Easy. I'm just extremely happy. Can you tell by my face? Last week, the Grammy winner dropped the controversial visual, which shows Ye kidnapping a claymation figure of his estranged wife, Kim Wait, Kardashian. His name is Ye? He legally switched it to Ye. <laughs> okay, okay. His new beau, Pete Davidson, then burying him in the ground and even decapitating him. Oh, okay. Send me from that crash. Just so I could beat Pete oh. The whole thing ends with a title card reading, Everyone lived happily ever after, except you know who, with the name Skeet crossed out. Well, on Sunday, the 44-year-old rapper seemingly opened up about the disturbing video on Instagram, posting this image alongside a caption that reads, quote, Art is therapy, just like this view. Art is protected as freedom of speech. Art inspires and simplifies the world. Art is not a proxy for any ill or harm. Any suggestion otherwise about my art is false and malintended. Just something from my heart. Kanye released the video last week. All right, well, what do you think about that? That's, I mean, it's, it is art and is artistic. I mean, so, I mean, you know, Kathy you can Griffin say did the same thing with the Trump It's right? true. But and I think Eminem's been killing his, killing Kim in his videos. That's true. For, decades now so i mean it's not the first time that someone has threatened to kill or it's not illegal to do do you know like that and but at the same time like he's dating other models i mean get over it Mm. i mean it's not Mm. like you're at home crocheting waiting for her to come home so is that was that yeah i thought like that video they played i thought that that was um i thought that that was Kim Kardashian with him and that because they just all, all these people. No, that's in, that was an old clip. Oh, okay. Because I was like, all these, I don't even know what they look like anymore. The Kardashians look all different now than I remember them looking. Oh my God. I know this is the broken hip hop wrap up, but there's a new show on something, Netflix or Hulu, and it has Renee Zellweger in it. And oh my God, Jesse, she looks so different. 
I couldn't like believe it. Let me just pull this up really quick, and then we'll we'll call side it sidetrack. Shiny object. Sidetrack. Sidetrack. I don't even know how to spell, <laughs> spell that. Renee R E N E Zellweger Z E L L. Okay, here, here we go. go. Let's see. It's like it's a new show. Renee Zellweger. Let's right see. Right there, the true story behind Pam. Yes. Where do you see that? You see? Okay. Right so it's Pam. So it's Pam. Let's find a trailer for Pam and show you this. Okay. And if this is what she looks like now, I mean, it's uh, prosthetics. And it it might be. It just. It was. I was like, why does she look so familiar? It was really like off-putting to me and like distracting me. So what is this show? It's like about a murder. So it's almost like this woman gets. She kills herself or she gets Sweet murdered or something. And when one, what's your emergency? My wife, Betsy. <laughs> She's dead. There's been a murder, a homicide. And Pam is the best friend of Betsy. Oh my God, what happened? Look at her. Some lady got stabbed. You said you didn't take Betsy home. Who dropped her off? Her friend, Pam. Look at her. Yeah, that's it. That's makeup. Okay. I was like, God, COVID was bad on her. Violent with Betsy? I don't know. He seemed real aggressive. You know the type. Well, anyway, I don't want to spoil it because I haven't seen all this preview, but it looks like a really interesting show. On it's NBC, basically a true this is story. On TV? Yeah, it's on Hulu or no, it's on the Peacock, Jesse. Oh, okay. You have to have we have Some the cock. Kind of subscription. It is on the Peacock. Well, you can watch it for free, I think, too, if yeah, on Peacock if you watch commercials. Like a savage. Like a savage. <laughs> Alright, well, let's wrap it up, Mr. Jesse. Sounds good. Alright. If you uh, stuck out for the whole show, again, appreciate it so much. You can follow uh, follow us on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, iHeartRadio, or on our Apple website, whoever.com. Yeah, and if you want to catch the live video, always, you can check that out at the Facebook page. And uh, what else do we have, Mr. Jesse? Oh, yeah, we were we were talking about trying to hire like a producer, and we, we were supposed to have her come on today, but maybe next week we'll have her come and on and see how that right goes. Me. Sounds good. Alright, so we're gonna go get some Mexican food. Where are we going? We're going somewhere. Dude, there's no plan yet? There's no plan? I'm just gonna go jump in the shower and then I'll be surprised when I get out. I think they're there already, so. Oh, they're already there? Alright. Where is it? Do you know where it is? Uh, downtown. Ooh, okay. Alright, well, we are wrapping it up again. We're gonna try this again. Let's follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Breaker, Pocket Cast. Apparently, Amazon has podcasts now, too. Amazon Music Podcast. And always check out the live video on the Facebook page and always doctorwhoever.com.